This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. So, hey, everybody, you are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast, a podcast specifically for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. I like to say now that this is a podcast for discussing like annoying ass topics, but in the most unoffensive way as possible. And I am excited to introduce my latest guest, who is a St. Louis artist and owner of Black Clothing and all around creative. She has dabbled in so many different things. Um, and I also purchased a lovely ST Alien hoodie from her, which is my favorite local Black buy. But I have Nyara here, and she's even well known on a national level do you want to give a quick introduction oh that was amazing thank you so much for that introduction <laughs> um i feel so special and warm inside thank you uh, my name is naira williams i am a 25 year old multidisciplinary artist and founder of black dot clothing as she said um i utilize textile photography and dance to promote blackness a community and education. So anything that is Black AF, I'm here for it. So that's yes, me. that's what we need. And again, I am super happy to have Nyara joining me considering I really wanted a creative or somebody who was an entrepreneur to discuss today's topic with. And if you are wondering about what today's topic is, we are going to discuss gaining support as a creative and what to do when you face rejection of those closest to you when they're not supportive. So we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. Starting off with the very first segment, we have fed up or f***ed up. So I love describing this segment as an opportunity for my guests to get to know my audience, to learn more about my guests and see what gets under their skin. Because at the end of the day, that's the best way to Get to know somebody when you just like okay this they really not fucking with this but Nayara do you want to share what had you fed up or fucked up this week oh wow um <laughs> what's it's been quite a year uh so a lot <laughs> that we could kind of dive into considering the fact I just flew back from DC um and knowing that the uh, inauguration is coming up in a couple of days so mm-hmm. uh yeah these um white supremacists got me fucked up it's just it's it is nuts. what it is it's so nuts and my thing is like you said before we haven't even got into the inauguration (laughs) so i feel like they already got some shit up their sleeves like oh yeah they planning for it yeah there were signs all over dc they were like don't even plan to travel around this time like and i'm like let me get up out of here before i get stuck here Like, let me get back home where I know that, like, where my people reside, you know? Yes, yes. And even then, my biggest thing as well with everything going on in D.C. is people are so, like, wrapped up in their own little bubble like in the videos that i've seen of the people who even participate in the riot they acting so damn shocked that they're on the no fly list that they losing a job like why did you expect to fly to dc participate in all this chaos and just be chaotic as hell and then come back home like ain't shit happen because that's what they're used to they've been 
yeah, they've been afforded privilege and everything else their whole life. So then Mm -hmm. you reach this moment where you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the greatest capacity that I can and realize that that ain't going to fly no more. Like we got new people in Mm -hmm. position of power that Mm -hmm. will not let it just stand by and, you know, happen. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, what's to come in these next Mm -hmm. couple of months. Uh, Yeah, hopefully not too much more chaos. (laughs) We got things to do out here. We definitely do. We have so much to do and just even getting the year started on a good foot. We like, we still trying to find that little foot and that's scary in itself. I know one thing that had me fed up this week is the fact that Insecure will conclude oh my season gosh. five. Like damn, Issa, you so the sad. violin. But did you see, you see all the projects that she's working on right now, though? Like, there's eight plus, like, movies and other shows that she's introducing. So I can understand, as a creative myself, and knowing how, like, we multitask a lot. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, hey, I think we're pretty good with wrapping this up. Like, what else can we give them? Even though there's, I feel like there's a lot more considering, you know, old girl being pregnant and all that stuff. You could give us a couple more, but... I am grateful for what she's, you know, has done and what she's provided to the culture because it's created a whole just new wave of talent and inspiration. Just like being able to watch her um, come into from the awkward black girl to the position she's in now. So, yeah. yeah. And and I can't agree with that. Like, anymore just because being somebody that has been a fan of the show since it first aired I feel like I have such an emotional attachment to all of the characters and even the storyline now like she's gonna have a lot to cover this season a question for you who's your favorite character who's my favorite (laughs) Chad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his homeboy the light-skinned dude who just say whatever is on his mind i would definitely say it has to be chad he has never held back from just letting lawrence know like hey man you kind of looking at shit the wrong way and even though most of the time his own opinion and his own little life story is screw up i feel like every now and then he will give lawrence some really good advice some really every now and then Every now and then, and you know, we all got friends like that. They really be caught up in their own shit. And every now and then, they come out of it to give you some good, wholesome advice. Facts. It always be like those random, like, car conversations where you see you see your homeboy, your homegirl, and you hop in the car real quick, and they just, like, you go into the store or something, and they be like, you know what? Like, you really been on your shit. Like, you really been doing this, this, and that. You be like, thank you. Like, I didn't even know that you was paying attention. Like- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And again, we are going to miss Insecure, but... Issa is moving on to bigger and better things, even with all of her recent acting roles, her new production ventures, and how they even announced that she's like the latest chair member for the TV Academy. She is booked and busy. And I love that for her. I really do. All 2021, booked and busy. And by the way, I don't know if he's listening to this. I hope he's listening to it. Um, Can we get a new season of Atlanta this year since like Insecure is going off. I hope you're listening, Donald. That's all. Please give us something. Something. Give us something. But moving on to the Make It Make Sense segment, which is the main segment of this show, I have titled Support Me, Bitch. (laughs) Any fan of the Here Reality Show, Real Housewives of Atlanta, knows this title from the iconic scene involving NeNe Leakes when she was having a discussion with her fellow cast member, uh, Marlo Hampton. And she was more so talking about the support she needed from her friends and family surrounding a rough period of when her husband had progressive cancer. 
and it can definitely be used for today's segment, even though we're not going to be discussing anything as like, I wouldn't say technically serious as that, but again, just taking into consideration needing support. So promoting anything you have created can be hard, but one of the things that's even harder than that is lack of support. Regardless if you are a writer, a designer, a photographer, or anything creative, it can always feel like, okay, that's kind of a snub if y'all not looking at what I'm producing. And I feel like it's especially hard considering how emotionally, physically, and even like financially straining it can be to produce what you love. So what do you do when you feel like, hey, my community is not rallying around me or those closest to you are not showing up as you expected? So I have been wanting to discuss this topic for a while. It is literally at the top of my list considering that I feel like this is something that is definitely always brought up. Like you always hear this, especially within the creative community, you hear of artists who are frustrated because they haven't received the support they'd expected. And even then, some people just stop dropping projects or no longer have hobbies just based on the lack of feedback that they you definitely hear it a lot in St. Louis. Um, yes. A, a lot. Like that's, I feel like that's the main, uh, It whether you start one way or other, it always ends in like, I'm not receiving the support that I, I want or the attention that I, I want. And I know that this thing is special to me, which for every artist, like dropping, putting whatever artwork out there is something special because it came from you mm-hmm. um, and you are a special person. So nobody else can replicate it any way that you can. Um, one thing that I advise, let, let's start from the beginning, I guess. <laughs> when when I felt like maybe I didn't have support. So when I first started Black Dot Clothing, I was at Southeast Missouri State and that's the school I graduated from. Mm-hmm. And I had a few friends close to me and then like teachers and stuff who didn't really understand the direction I was going with the brand. How can you create something that's only for black people like how do you market that to just solely black people you're gonna lose this many people and like you know it just business like minded people just couldn't wrap their heads around only targeting one group of people mm-hmm. and to me I'm like it, it's way beyond like business for me it was about community and mm-hmm. just getting us to feel empowered and feel like we belong and just create that sense of belonging and togetherness within that so seeing as though people didn't understand, I felt like at the point people just didn't want to understand. Then it's just like, I just got to do me and I just got to keep going. So then I feel like that drives a person that can drive a person to just like go even harder. Cause it's now it's like, okay, I got to stun on you. Cause you had a lack of faith in me. Yes. So let me show you what I can do. And when it comes to like maybe lack of resources or things like that, you have to go to, how are you like marketing yourself? How are you putting yourself out there? Because I feel like a lot of artists definitely have some great things, especially in St. Louis. Like it's a lot of talented people. I meet some every day. Yes. Um, and then I'll go to their Instagram and see that maybe they're just dropping stuff and they're not really, you're just like, hey, click the link in my bio. And, and that's it. And it's yeah. like, what's special about this? Like, you got to tell me more. So for me, after like working through that journey and just like talking to mentors and different people around me who have maybe been in uh, the business field or just this industry longer than me, mm-hmm. um, you realize that you have to build a story and like get people to connect with you. So for me, it's just like, 
even with Instagram, it's not really a business thing for me. I'm just like, I'm just going to share my journey with people. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, I don't really like, I just don't. And that makes complete sense. And even going back to what you said, like in the beginning, I feel like you were more so like, okay, hmm, this is what they're saying. You know, I can either go about it how they thought, or I can just flip the script totally and go with my own vision. And at any point, one thing I was going to ask is just like with determining your own path, regardless of the support that you knew that would come in or not, do you feel like it was something you knew right off the bat or did you did it take time? Ask that one more time for me. So when you were getting into, you know, creating the clothing line and really mm-hmm. like getting ready to put yourself out there and those professors and people that you did talk to were like, oh, you know, this is only geared towards Black people. How was that going to go across? I was just going to ask at any point in time, were you like a little doubtful or were you just more so like, nah, I just got to push for with this? Um... I mean, being around individual. Let me take my time. This <laughs> response. You know how people say those like that you surround yourself with pretty much become who you are. Mm-hmm. So if I'm constantly surrounded by individuals who aren't feeding um, or nurturing something that I am creating, then obviously like it's gonna. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm not. I'm not enough. Or like this isn't great because those are who I'm surrounding myself with. Mm-hmm. So then once I got outside of that element, like outside of school, like it was only a thousand black people out of. 10,000 people there right so then it's like okay let me take this back to St. Louis and then back to my home and and things like that and once you go back to a place of familiar it it grounds you a little bit and so going back to that familiarity um and even in in that some people may be like I don't understand it and then that's cool Mm -hmm. um but yeah just rerouting yourself and people who believe in you and who can pour into you uh Mm -hmm. no matter what so I think that that's that's the key yeah You definitely answered my question. That makes complete sense. And Mm -hmm. that was even a concern of mine when I was initially getting started with my own podcast, um, just as far as support, like literally thinking to myself, okay, I like hearing myself talk sometimes, just yammering, Mm -hmm. but who's going to actually listen and listen to me and I know my family and friends will share it but even then how many of them will because podcasting was an industry I had already been interested in but I wasn't so familiar with their own level of interest and even then I had to stop taking anything personally like when it came to developing my own branding and Mm -hmm. realize hey as much as I love my family my friends they might not be my go-to audience or my go-to consumer after a while I couldn't expect them to take in my own interest I thought to myself I am going to try to create the best content I can and strive to make improvements over time and even luckily one thing that I was able to find was a network specifically of other podcasters to help boost me up so like you said in a way taking it back to okay where is my tribe for real for real like people who I know are gonna be like look I don't care if you selling boots out the back of your (laughs) trunk I'm here she got a sale they on IG stories reposting you like going back to finding that tribe. And I love how you brought up St. Louis specifically, because we have such a big, I don't know, it's not a love hate relationship (laughs) in a lot of ways, but there is a lot of toss up with our creative community. But at the end of the day, like you said, if you have friends and people who know you go support you, 
they go come out. They go, they really go rock. Yeah, St. Louis shows up. Like people fail to realize that like when you are somebody great, you got something great, we gonna show up and show out. Like it's the show me state. So when you do have something mm-hmm. um that moves mountains, like we gonna be there ten toes down. Like just tell us where to pull up and we gonna be there. So I think that it starts with the individual like being realizing in themselves like that they mm-hmm. are everything that they need and more and then like moving in that power i feel like you can't move around st louis and be like this humble or this shy or this person because like Woo, they will eat you up they're gonna you're gonna eat you alive like so you have to talk your shit basically like you have to stand in who you are and own the room own it on whatever it is that you uh, have and who you are and that's what's gonna prevail like that's what's gonna get you through so no matter if uh your mama whoever don't <laughs> like it like own it um because mm-hmm. somebody gonna see somebody's gonna see your light so yeah for sure and again like you said it goes back to having your own perspective and just realizing you know what this is what I want to make so I'm going to go forth with it now one thing I also wanted to get into is still in some ways there are a few people who just really are very isolated and can't sometimes like step out of themselves how can they even rally behind themselves like in what ways can they take the heat and be their own cheerleader because you know like I said before it can be taxing emotionally mentally physically even financially to fuel your passions is there ever a time where you feel like you know what I just gotta sit back and let everything take its course sometimes sometimes um but then I feel like uh the people that I surround myself with never let me get that low into where it's like Nair get your get get back up here like what are you doing like you can (laughs) take a break you can rest for a minute but I need you back up Mm -hmm. here um doing what you got to do and so that just yeah just goes back again to like surrounding yourself with those like-minded individuals and they don't even have to be doing what you're doing but somebody who is just like ambitious and a go-getter and confident in who they are like that energy would just flow over to you and you're like let's go get it like let's make we can make anything happen that we want to yes so Yes. And I feel like, again, it's something that I hear from people because I even had the conversation with my friend one time where she was feeling a little bit down and, you know, me being her friend, like, nah, come on, you got to get it together. But she shared her own instance of producing some content and feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting as many shares as I thought I would. Or even one of my close friends, like, I don't see her sharing anything of mine. Like, do I say something to her or do I just move on? You don't see the friend sharing anything any of your content it was one of it was one of my friends she was discussing another one of her friends and she was just saying like oh i've gotten all this great feedback from i feel like everybody but her mm. in a way and they're actually fairly close so she was like i don't know just like is this a nab at me or what that was her biggest yeah. thing I, I i definitely feel that um yeah that goes back to college i had a, a friend who didn't really understand what you know i was doing um and tried to change some things and it's just like nah this and then you just got to have those tough conversations I think Mm -hmm. um and be transparent and maybe because 
also like you said you said it a couple minutes ago like don't take things personally so especially right now with everything going on we're in a we're in a whole pandemic right so uh i've seen somebody talk about this on facebook the other day of their close friends like not really reposting and and saying anything and sharing and it's like who have things going on like people have a lot of on so um all you gotta do is ask and like yes. hey i don't know if you've seen this or like even send them t- hey i don't know if you've seen this but this is something i have going on i would love it if you could share if you could do this and that i feel yes. like a lot of times we're too scared to like speak up yes. and so one thing that i've learned is to find my voice and and if i want my friends to share my work i'm gonna send it to the group chat and i'm gonna be like mm-hmm. hey y'all, i would really appreciate it if this happens and then at that moment if i don't see anything then i'm like now i'm reevaluating yeah because you're like i already addressed it it has been put out into the universe there is no doubt in my mind that they don't know how important this is to me and that makes complete sense um now one last thing i wanted to bring up too again being from st louis whoo baby just the city (laughs) in general i always see this notion of people only supporting what's popular you know Mm. i'm sure you've seen the meme people yeah, you shared the review on Lil Baby mixtape, but won't post your homeboy mixtape. Y'all only support what's popular or you support things that you haven't attained yourself. Like, can we not like what's already popular? Can we not support <laughs> popular artists? I think we definitely can. Um, the thing is, when it comes to that regard, there are people here whose stuff sounds better or is is better, just plain and simple. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think it's we, we put ourselves in this comparison mode a lot um and even just on social media as from one person to the next that's in st louis like we're comparing like oh they got this this, and this but we don't we're not seeing the full picture we don't know what's going on behind the scenes we don't know the teams yes. that they have yes. and i think that a lot of people like these celebrities and stuff have huge teams yes like huge teams so we can't um if if their stuff is reaching us it's because they had a lot of backing with it which mm-hmm. goes back to you know how hard it is for individuals in st louis to like kind of get that backing some time so I can see how that can be stressful Mm -hmm. um but yeah I feel like we definitely can like the people's stuff that we actually like yes but it's just take I think most artists just hope that um people will take time out to listen and support in that same regard but I would say that those artists need to take notes pretty much like what are they doing that I can do to you know, get the people just the way that the baby or whoever else is getting, you know, that feedback mm-hmm. and then apply it. And then if it don't work, then figure out what works for you. But I feel like we can look at other people and compare it because that's never, uh, that's never good. It's not. And another thing that I even thought about, as you said it, like, you know, artists, like music, music artists, as well as photographers or um, fashion designers, in a lot of ways, they do have larger teams and they can be like, okay, they didn't put in the work. They're unique. They're just showing off themselves in a different way and in a way that's authentic to themselves. But even in that context, you sometimes see people align themselves with people who are super popular and they still don't pop off like it's plenty of people who didn't pay the 500 racks or whatever for a young thug feature or a Lil wayne feature or whomever is really popular at the moment and it's still not be a banger compared to this little unknown artist who is on the charts and on tiktok doing their thing so like you said in a way you really have to find what works for you mm-hmm. be 10 toes behind yourself and at the end of the day you 
can learn some stuff from people that are popular, but don't make that your entire image. Like you can't take their image and you can't even compare to them. Like again, comparison is the biggest theft joy in any exactly. in all That's ways. Say comparison is a thief of joy, and a lot of people just need to find their own identity. Like mm-hmm. I had literally had this conversation with a friend last night, and it was just like, "Who are you? Like, mm-hmm. who are you?" And and figure out who that is, and then go from there. Because then once you figure out who you are, and once it's time to communicate that to other people, and you stand in that and are confident, they can't tell you nothing about yourself. You can't walk into a room where Lil Wayne and whoever else, or other for me, I'm a photographer. So where are these photographers that I look up to? Can mm-hmm. tell me about my work and who I am because I already know who I am. So yeah, you got to figure out who you are and and stand in there. And that takes time. Like yes. and same way with looking at the celebrities and stuff. Like they didn't get there overnight. They went through a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. And so and um, even the people who got there overnight, they don't always last. So you want right. to have a lasting quality to yourself. Take your time, develop your craft, hone in on it, work on that. And like you said, that literal like. I ain't trying to get on the whole temp shit, but that law of attraction, when you are putting out things that are authentic, you are going to draw in authentic support. Because even yeah, I would hate to be somebody who is getting fake support, like people sharing and buying and they're behind my back. They like, well, this shit cheap or this this doesn't even sound that good. Look, even with with social media, like the likes and stuff, do not pay attention to that because uh, even as a clothing brand, right? Like I can Mm -hmm. get all, I can get thousands of likes and that's great. But like, is that converting to people actually going and shopping? That's what I care about. This goes, compressions default joy. Don't, don't compare because you never know what's happening behind the scenes. That person who's like ducked off and like maybe not got 20 some likes whatever whatever it is like could be the happiest person alive you know like yeah because they probably like these 20 people rock with me hard and they supporting and they're doing every, all they can to see my dreams come true so yeah figure out what you want out of out of life because it could just be like not everybody wants to be rich and and famous and things like that so figure out what success looks like to you Mm -hmm. who you are and standing in there so those those are my three gems of the night i like that i like that and you guys seriously get out y'all notepads and everything else (laughs) you got write this down because this is a thing i want y'all to quit talking about this i want (laughs) y'all to just go out and make what y'all want to make and go forth with it i I literally had to do an episode on this just because, again, the conversation is so prevalent. But y'all, if you have ever felt like, damn, I ain't got no support or you know what, it's been the wrong type of support, leave a comment, respond to this episode, like share anything because I would definitely love to hear it. Um, well, let us know. We want to we wanna hear from you. Yes, I, I definitely do. And I've been telling y'all ass to email me. So go ahead, email <laughs> me too. <laughs> but moving on, to the last segment of the show we have you are drove so disclaimer again this is for st louis people i had somebody recently telling me like this is a very st louis show and i'm like yeah that's what i want to do hello st louis (laughs) but drove is a st louis term for when you just thought something was going to work out in your favor and it goes the complete opposite. Like, you know, you really just thought, oh, this go pop off, this go do this and womp, womp, womp. It's not. I keep saying that's how 2020 was for a lot of us. We had our 2020 vision. We seeing things and we saw nothing. So our houses, <laughs> we saw a lot of canceled plans and so forth. But this week's episode is going to talk about a YouTuber. So her name is Amanda 
Insync, and she is a YouTuber currently feuding with a bunch of other beauty influencers, including Jackie Ina, um, Manny, uh, and a few other people. But she's well known within the beauty community and recently revealed that she voted for 45 Eel and found herself in the midst of some controversy after sharing to her Twitter her thought on what happened was that January 6th with the riot at the Capitol and just kind of addressed the event amply, but then didn't want to receive the backlash that she did. So, you know, as always with social media, when you say stuff that just don't make no damn sense, people are going to come at you with facts. So Jackie Ina was one of those who quickly quote tweeted Amanda like defund Amanda Insing. And she even followed up just to her own claims about, you know, I feel like they're trying to take away our freedom of speech and not allowing us to get together and just, you know, tell about our own ideas, that same old bullshit. And even then, another Black makeup artist replied to her protest-related tweet saying, you know, people showing up at the Capitol does not mean he won. Just like you curling your hair and tanning your skin does not mean you're mixed. Mm. And I feel like that has definitely been a thing in the whole beauty influencer community and even on social media, like Black fishing is a thing. Definitely become a thing, a scary thing. That is so nuts to me. Like when you just look at people and you like, wait a minute, this... I ain't adding up. The math ain't mathing. <laughs> and it never is. And she even, and Amanda tried to go back against like the few retorts that she had on social media with those beauty influencers being like, I know her personally and she has blackfished. And the girl just wants some damn attention. She tried to say that they were being racist toward her and that the left from the other political party were just like an anti-racist party. And that was their big to-do. And again, more influencers stepped out to be like, girl, we know you, we have dealt with you. You are nuts. Everything you're saying is nuts. And for you to be this pro-Donald Trump is quite interesting seeing how you're blackfishing and telling people you're mixed. No, damn well you not. And I'm just like, what? Why? Why do you think you go get away with this? And why do people continue to do this? Everybody want to be a nigga till it's time to be a nigga. Because I know it wasn't no niggas at that protest. And a few that were there, we not claiming them. They they ain't coming with us. At all. And again, this has to do with some of like beauty influencers. So if you aren't as familiar with some of the YouTubers, take the time out and look up Amanda Insing and you'll see firsthand the tweets and the drama because you know, every industry, they got their own little drama with folks. And again, I feel like baby girl just drove for hopping her ass (laughs) on Beyonce's internet thinking she wouldn't face any sort of backlash and retort but you guys that is it for today's episode Nyara would you like to tell the people where they can find you at definitely um you can find me on instagram at nyara.w that's n-y-a-r-a period w um or you can find me on my website if you ever want to contact me for anything at nyarawcom and for branding information black clothing is uh black dot clothing that's it i love it and again you guys i hope y'all had y'all notepads out when she was spitting the truth and telling you about what you need to do in order to step forward in your own power and support your own creative endeavors and my last thing with y'all supporting me would definitely be 
emailing me. I do not mind hearing the complaints of others as an avid complainer. So let me adjudge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended and email them to annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.